0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com.
1: Football at four, part of our kickoff celebration uh, here on The Drive with Tim Donnelly on 99.9 The Fan. Duke football needs their season to start as soon as possible. It's it's kind of unfortunate they're playing Monday night of week one because they should want to play Thursday of week one. They should want to play week zero just to, to get the hype monster that is swelling around their quarterback, Riley Leonard, to, to stop growing and growing and growing in the offseason. That's what they need. The hype monster is is uncontrollable at this point for Riley Leonard. The Athletic put out their their first 2024 mock draft. Riley Leonard is the ninth overall pick to the Rams. Not the ninth quarterback. The ninth overall pick to the Los Angeles Rams. Third quarterback. Exactly. Third quarterback off the board. Behind only Caleb Williams and Drake May. Yeah. Who are like the foregone conclusions. Ninth overall. But like... Here's the issue I have with it. Not that Riley Leonard's getting love, because matter of fact, I've been somebody that that's been talking up Riley Leonard, and I felt disres- I, I felt like there was some disrespect when he was left off some some lists. But Drake May, we'll, we'll compare the Duke and Carolina quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Drake May at Carolina, starting about halfway through last season, everybody, all of the analysts, all the experts, everybody that watches the game made the observation that this guy has pro traits and he's going to be a pro and he's going to be a top draft pick. And then uh, after the year, everybody said it's him and, uh, following Caleb Williams and they're going to be top two, top three picks. It's it's there. Here's Matt Miller of ESPN, their draft expert, comparing Drake May to Justin Herbert.
0: Can't wait to see what he does this year. His first year starter last year and we're yeah. putting a cop on him like Justin Herbert. That speaks to how well he played last year and it really a breakout season, 38 touchdowns to just seven interceptions. He's got a strong arm. He's mobile in and out of the pocket. So yeah, Tampa fans don't be too mad at us because I think we just gave you a a player that could be a a potential top 10 NFL quarterback. Whoa. So he mentions Tampa a little
1: context there. They're using their draft projections, ESPN based off their football power index, their expectations of who finishes the regular season there. So they have Tampa Bay being the third overall pick in the draft and Drake May going there. Which obviously is, I mean, I, I never like the comparisons to players that have already panned out. I think that's a little dangerous, but Drake May has been in that lane forever. Riley Leonard at the end of last year, nobody would have had in that list. Now everybody seems to be moving him up the list. Well, actually, let's jump to Matt Miller, who we just aired, uh, talking about Riley Leonard shooting up draft boards.
0: I'm going to go to Duke, Ooh. where quarterback Riley yes. Leonard and offensive tackle Graham Barton are two players that, yeah. when I put this mock draft out, I had scouts text to me, like, you got to get those guys in there. Like, they, they have a very, very good chance to rise into that range. Now, Riley Leonard is not – he's not your first guy off the bus. The arm strength isn't amazing. Yeah. but And it's funny that we make this comparison now, but, like, if you're looking for someone that can play that Brock Purdy role of, like, do what your coach tells you, execute the offense – throw a catchable ball, get to the right spot. Like that's Riley Leonard. I mean the touch timing is is beautiful.
1: Riley, first of all, Brock Purdy was the last pick in the draft. Uh now a Brock Purdy comp gets you to number 9 overall or first pick shooting up boards whatever it is. That's that that seems a little backwards. But my point, my point is this. Drake May, I'm okay with the hype because it was there based on what he did on the football field in games. Right There was a point when, when we were all watching Drake May on a football field make throws, and we went, that's an NFL throw. That's an NFL player. Riley Leonard, I, I was, again, as complimentary as anybody of Riley Leonard. But when you watched it, I said, that's a really, really, really good college quarterback that could maybe develop into something that the NFL would be interested in. And he was young enough to do that. I'm not putting a ceiling on him. I'm not putting a cap on it. But every time I turn around now, there's somebody saying, Riley Leonard's going to be a first-round pick. Riley Leonard's going to be a surprising first-round pick. And nobody was saying that when we watched him on the field. So I want him to get on the field. That's what I I want him to to as quickly as possible play a game. He's playing Clemson week one. If you play well against Clemson's defense, you you carve him up, win or lose, right? Because who I can't hold it against the quarterback what your defense gives up. But if if you look good, if you're efficient, if you carve up Clemson's defense, then I'm like, yeah, let's move him up some boards. All right? That that makes sense. Hey, you put up thirty five points, you might lose the game thirty eight, thirty five. But Th- then yeah. yeah, you you I want to have it. somebody say, oh look, he's based on what I just saw he's a potential top 10 pick all right we can agree or disagree but I won't be upset at your process how you got there this is the write-up in the athletic the athletic put out their first 2024 mock draft they have Riley Leonard going ninth overall to the Rams the first sentence of the write-up goes like this outside of Williams and May Leonard is the 2024 QB I'm willing to bet the house on. He checks the box on every necessary tool needed to thrive in today's NFL. That seems over the top. That's a bold statement. Bet the house on. Every box. Listen, again, like this is a bit of the Ring of Honor complex where – like, I'm saying someone should be in the ring of honor, but I sound like a bad guy because someone else is arguing that they they should be in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And I'm going like, no, 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 no. I'm still being complimentary. Like, I'm still saying you should be in the ring of honor. I'm still saying you're the top percent of the top percent of the top percent. Like, I'm, I, I'm a big Riley Leonard fan. I think he's going to have a big season. I thought he should have been more in consideration for ACC Player of the Year. I thought he should have been in, in many more conversations this offseason. But he wasn't in those conversations and he darn sure wasn't in the pro conversations. Now all of a sudden, whoa, I guess one person said it, so now everybody feels okay saying it? Dane Brugler said he's the 28th overall prospect. A couple days later, the, the Athletics saying he's the ninth overall pick. A couple days later, ESPN saying he's shooting up draft boards and needs to be in, in first-round mock drafts. And I'm going, he has not played football between any of those things happening. He has not played football in months on a game field. Let the on-field product build the hype. Against Clemson, he can vault up the rankings. Heck, I might vault him up my rankings if he if he slices and dices up Clemson's defense. But I'm I'm just I'm never okay and and it happens in in draft season every year where a quarterback will finish his career and everybody will be worried about something, like, oh, he can't throw on the run very well. Then in, in, you know, shorts and a T-shirt at his pro day, he'll run to his left and throw to his right, and everyone's like, never mind, third overall pick. Yeah. And I'm going like, well, wait a second. We'll find the one play he did it in college and show that on repeat. I'm Yeah, I watched a lot of games. right? Yeah. It, it's... I'll even I'll equate it to this business, right? The radio business. Uh, I'm not a play-by-play guy, so I can speak about this kind of as an outsider. Okay. Uh, when you look for like a a play-by-play job, the 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 listings say like give me a, a one complete inning if you're a baseball play-by-play guy. Give me one complete quarter if you're a a a basketball play-by-play guy. Because everyone like has, you know, highlights. Right. Everybody has the one play, the one home run to win the game where you nailed the landing and had a great call. But it's like, well, what do you do on all of the other plays? Right. Are you good on when it's when it's two outs in the bottom of the seventh and somebody grounds into a routine grounder? Right. Are are you can are you good there too? Because that matters. And the same is true for quarterbacks. Right. Like if right now you're just watching a highlight film of a quarterback from last year. And you're like, whoa, look at this. He had a 60-yard touchdown run. Oh, my gosh, did you see this? He ran for 100-plus yards against Carolina. Oh, did you see this? He threw for three touchdowns against this team. Mm-hmm. And I'm going like, yeah, but did you watch all of the games? Did you watch uh, the plays in between the touchdowns? Because that matters too. So, so if you were watching Duke last year, and hopefully you were if you were making opinions you know, publicly about the team, if you were watching Duke last year and you didn't have thoughts of Riley Leonard being a first-round pick, I don't know how you get there now. I hope he does because I like having first-round picks in the triangle. I hope he, Drake May, and Brennan Armstrong go in the first round and Mitch Griffiths a couple years from now. I want him to hang around. Like I want, I want all of them to be first-round picks, but I'm not just going to say that just to say that, look at their highlight film, get really excited, and say it. I want them to show it on the football field. That's the only way it's going to work.
0: So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina
1: Way. Marcus Spears, ESPN personality, you 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 know him. He's on NFL Live with Dan Orlovsky, who is a UConn uh, a player that joined our Pack Therapy podcast to preview NC State UConn. You can find that podcast anywhere podcasts are uh, are found. Wherever you listen to your podcast, it's called Pack Therapy. This week's episode features Dan Orlovsky. Uh, Marcus Spears is on NFL Live with Dan Orlovsky. Uh, And he made an interesting comparison for Bryce Young, which uh, frustrated me. It made it feel very, very unfair to Bryce Young. Here's Marcus Spears.
0: Reminds me of Joe Burrow when he showed up to Cincinnati. The unfortunate part was Joe Burrow was injured. Uh, because of a bad offensive line. Bryce is more athletic. Dan, you you just showed the two plays with him evading the rush, but I think he was the clear-cut one coming out of college because of what we just saw and his poise and understanding that he will be in some tumultuous situations this year when it comes to being actually being on the field. And he's answered those questions to me in college, to your point, Mina, and also in this preseason. The Carolina Panthers are going to have the ability to build around a guy that could change the trajectory of their program. And that is why Bryce Young was taken number one overall. This year may not be great. Bryce Young may take a lot of hits. He may even get injured like we saw Joe Burrow get injured his first year in Cincinnati. But I firmly believe that he's going to change the culture in Carolina from what had been after Cam was out of that job. He is the right person for it, man.
1: Okay, first of all, just my problem with these types of comparisons. I like style comparisons. Yeah. I don't like quality or impact comparisons. Right? I like if you're saying so and so plays the game like so and so, right? That that means they they look to pass the, the, the same amount, right? They run as often, they can make you miss. That that's a style thing, right? A pocket passer plays like a pocket passer. Okay. I don't like when it becomes quality, right? Because the only comparisons you ever hear are to great players. Yeah. Because that's those are the players that we all know. It doesn't really help you to go like you know, I was watching a lot of Stetson Bennett this year uh at Georgia, he reminds me of Tyler Thigpen. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because everyone's going to go like, oh, Tyler Thigpen. I vaguely remember that num- that name, but I like that doesn't help you, right? So instead, you go he kind of reminds me of like uh, like a uh, Russell Wilson, and it's that's not fair. Russell Wilson's been uh, a forty million dollar player for a while now. Like it's it's not fair to make that comparison. But the other one doesn't make sense either. So like quality, it never lines up. Now, if you want to say he plays the game kind of like Russell Wilson, fine, right? Because he's shorter and whatever, whatever. But but when you're comparing quality, it's not fair. And I even like less when you talk about impact right? So Marcus Spear saying Bryce Young can have the same impact on his franchise that Joe Burrow had is, is like the worst kind of comparison because it wasn't just Joe Burrow that had that impact. Yes. The, the, the Bengals had a real, real rough patch before they ended up drafting Joe Burrow and the Panthers had a real, real rough patch before drafting Bryce Young. Joe Burrow, what was it? Three years later, two years later, had him in the Super Bowl and that's the impact you're going like I think he could do the same thing. Well, guess what? He also got Jamar Chase and T Higgins and he also had uh you know some 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 very good players around him. If the Panthers don't get Bryce Young, his version of Jamar Chase, his version of T Higgins, his version of Tyler Boyd, then he's not going to have the same impact of Joe Burrow even if he plays the exact same level of, of football as Joe Burrow. They did give him Hayden Hurst at least, right? I, hey. There's a start. I guess. C.J. Uzama was there for a little bit. I, Hayden Hurst wasn't even tight end one the whole time he was there. But he's down, darn sure tight end one for the Panthers. Uh, Bryce Young could be great is what I'm getting at. Mm-hmm. And if the Panthers don't live up to their side of the bargain, everything will not change the way it did in Cincy right even if he walks in and he changes the aura, he changes the vibe, everybody's believing, everybody's all in. I mean, it's hard to make a Super Bowl. Real hard. It's hard. It's even harder for the Joe Burrow and the Bengals cuz they play in the AFC, but that's a conversation for another day. Like it's it's expecting Bryce Young to have that kind of impact, it's just not fair. Right? It's it's saying uh, you know, I just saw this, and this going to LeBron James is you know tired, and everybody's getting tired of talking about him. Uh, but as of right now, Bronny James, his son, is older than when LeBron James entered the NBA. Which, which is like now, if you talk about somebody having the impact that LeBron James had, it's like no, that's not fair because LeBron James was doing it as essentially a high school senior in the NBA, and it's not. It's just not fair. Like you can't these comparisons. I get why you have to use the great players because those are the ones that we all have the the point of reference on. So comparing Bryce Young to Joe Burrow is, is effective because we all know what Joe Burrow did, but the best example of what he might be able to do might be like, Hey, I think he can do what, uh, you know, Jared Goff did with the, the lions. <laughs> right. Which is like, uh, level up everyone a little bit, right? It's it's just build build hype around a franchise that was having a really really tough run. It's a, like, and even Jared Goff isn't a great example because he was number one. I guess so was Bryce Young, but it, there there's just so much going on where uh, it's not just up to Bryce Young if he has the impact on a franchise like Joe Burrow had with the Bengals. And he and they don't play the game the same way. No. Which which would eliminate the style part of the comparison, which is really the only part I like. At WakeMed MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.